And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast, brought to you by the Dynasty Football Network and DynastyFootballFactory.com. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter, at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. At Dynasty, I mean, Dynasty <laughs> Madman, at DFF <laughs> underscore Madman. You can find me <laughs> Maybe, on Twitter. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter, at DFF underscore Madman. <laughs> and, and Shane Manila. Hey, it's Shane Manila. I don't know why my voice just cracked there. I apologize. <laughs> You're going, going through 40-year-old puberty. puberty. I guess that's a thing. But uh, what up? You know where you can find me. I'm I'm just Data now. Um, or you could find me at uh, DFF underscore Shane. underscore Shane. Yeah. DFF underscore Shane. That's right. Oh, I wrote a I wrote an article today. Oh, you um, did on our website. Yeah, and I made it free. Oh. Um. So what make was sure it about? Check that out. What's yeah, it about? I dove in the I dove into a bunch of stats um, and uh, just looked at the Todd Gurley uh, situation with Malcolm Brown. I looked at DJ Chark. Uh, I told you who the wide receiver two is in Green Bay. Uh, checked in on Dante Pettis. Bunch of other stuff. Fun, fun stuff. I used some air yards, snap counts, uh, target shares, just, just any stat that I could find stuffed into that piece and uh it was free today so go on the site check it out and then become a factory sports member um because when you do that an angel gets his wings um (laughs) but also we get to pay our writers which Uh, is really cool because i like paying our writers cool yeah jeremy every time i've heard dj shark's name on the radio today i keep singing that stupid song like you did last week over and over (laughs) again i can't get out of my head Well, so why don't we get to some of the news that we had real quick before we bring in our guests tonight. And our news are brought to you by rotoassurance.com. Go check it out and uh, use our code DynastyTradesHQ all in cap and get 20% off. So 20% is a lot. Yeah. That's like, that's like almost a fourth, but it's a fifth. <laughs> it's a fifth. I was gonna it's say. basically like a fifth. <laughs> so basically you're only paying four fifths of something. There is. And if you extrapolate that even further, that's only eight tenths, or sixteen twentieths, or thirty-two fortieths. Have you been practicing all this? Because the last week I did a lot of math. I was going to say. <laughs> so, so it's well worth it. Check out rotoassurance.com. Go buy. Uh, you know, you could buy uh, if you would have done that before the season. Say you would have. I don't know. Maybe put some insurance on some of these quarterbacks. You'd be feeling pretty damn good right now. Yeah, that's it's funny. Eight or nine games. If they miss eight or nine games, you can cash in on that. Is that what it is? Yeah. Eight or nine? With insurance, with injuries this week, we have a lot of them, including Ben Roethlisberger's out for the year. Um, so, yeah. So, Big Ben tore his UCL. And if you watch baseball, um, and I was pretty excited because I knew it as soon as I saw the video. I said, that that's his, that's that's a Tommy John right there. I knew what it was immediately because yeah. it, it looked exactly like when a pitcher does it, you know, yeah. you, you just throw it in your elbow, especially in football. There's, there was no contact. So you knew it wasn't good. It just, it looked like when a pitcher blows his arm out, like he just had that look to him. So he's gone for at least this season. And mm-hmm. depending, I, I was just looking on the news before looking on the web before we jumped on to see if he was getting Tommy John surgery. Cause that's a 12 to 15th month recovery. Um, and right now it doesn't sound like that that's going to be his plan. So I'm not really sure what, <clears throat> what surgery he's going to get. Um, but when you blow your UCL out, um, usually there's two courses of action. There's the Tommy John, or you could get the platelet platelet enriched 
uh, injections, which are always fun. But either way, if you're listening to Dr. Shane Manila on the (laughs) Dynasty Trades HQ podcast, I make my wife call me doctor, but that's a whole thing. (laughs) Um, It looked pretty bad, too. Like, right when he did it, they zoomed into his arm, and you could see it looked weird in his arm. Yeah, I mean, it. It, it mean, looked I don't like think he's ever coming back like the big Ben we were we were used to. I just I doubt it. I mean I he was already you know he's already an aging quarterback. So I mean I don't have high hopes for him to come back and and be, become the same guy for the Steelers. I think the writing's kind of on the wall now based on his age. That injury's bad. Just it's his throw you know throwing arm. Come on. I mean we'd have to have high hopes to expect him to come back and and be at his pinnacle. I don't know what he's going to be, but it won't be that. Stop cutting me off. I'd say he's done. Um, yeah. I'd... 37 years old, about to be 38 at some point, obviously, because that comes after 37. Um, look, I'm just all about the math tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, and trying to come back from a major elbow injury. So just re- keep that in mind if uh, any of you get people out there own Mason Rudolph and you're looking to sell him. You're selling a guy that's likely a two-year starter at a minimum. Um, even if he's not really that good, because then the Steelers decided, you know what, um, just because we lost our quarterback, that doesn't mean we can't go all in. We're going to trade for Minka Fitzpatrick and give up uh, the 2021st. I like what you were saying about Mason Rudolph. Uh, they they obviously liked him when they drafted him. I mean, um, they, they talked about that. I thought they bring him, I thought they brought him in for a reason and, you know, maybe he is a bridge quarterback, but I know they had a higher ranking on him than other teams did when he came into the league. Thing is, um, I received a trade offer today, Mason Rudolph for my Mitchell Trubisky. And I, I'm really thinking I might do that. Um, because I'm thinking Mason Rudolph on the Steelers, uh, might just be better than Mitchell Trubisky on the Chicago bears team that, that it is today. Um, but anyways, it's one of those things where I think people underestimate Mason Rudolph um, with that team and, you know, just Mason Rudolph, period. But like Shane said, at least, you know, a bridge quarterback for, for a couple of years if Ben's out for good. Well, what I was going to ask you was, oh. what would you give up for Mason Rudolph? And you just said you've got an offer, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a starting quarterback, and I have some teams that are in need of quarterbacks because, you know, either I lost Drew Brees or Ben Roethlisberger. So, of course, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm thinking highly of, of those players. Uh, you know me, guys, I, I stash backup quarterbacks. I stash the ones that I think either have the greatest opportunity when they become, if and when they become starters on like a really good offense, for instance, or they're seasoned veterans that have done it before. Um, not just anybody, you know, I'm not necessarily picking up Joshua Dobbs unless he's the only choice. But, you know, there are, you know, I think you, at the end of your benches, if you have room and you're trying to pick up like the 90th receiver uh, <laughs> from like the Steelers or something like that, because you just really like that player and someday he's going to develop. I mean, screw that. Drop that guy and pick up a backup quarterback because you just never know. They're worth they're worth a ton when something like this happens and you're you're going to wish you had that insurance when it does. Well, you also <laughs> mentioned Drew Brees too. So there's another one where now it's Teddy Bridgewater's turn. Yeah. Sure Teddy um <laughs> it did not look, it didn't look good the other night, but um <laughs> you know, against the Rams, but I'll say this. One He's playing a really tough defense um, with Aqib Talib and uh, Marcus Peters, I believe, is the other corner there, like a top five uh, pass defense. And to do that when you don't get starter reps, um, you know, because backups typically get what about ten percent of the starter reps, I think. 
uh, or, or time with the starters. Uh, you know, he did well enough, I think. Um, but I'll tell you what, between the two, I'd much rather have Mason Rudolph um, because he just does have a better cast of weapons, I think. Um, between Juju Smith-Schuster, Vance McDonald, James Connor, Jalen Samuels. Um, right. The Steelers aren't a bad team. The yeah, Steelers just Washington. aren't a bad team, man. They're they're always you know good and competitive. They have decent you know a decent defense, a good offensive line. They have a running game. I mean, there are worse teams to step in and play for. I mean, the Saints are a good team too, but we're talking about a guy that has both legs that still work perfectly fine and can run. And I mean, I'm surprised Bridgewater can even walk after that gruesome injury he sustained. That's, yeah, that's I mean, honest to God, I, I'm surprised the dude can you know walk to practice. No, it's probably, you know, he has the tripod, so that helps. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. Hey, and I had Mason Rudolph on my taxi squad when you're talking about, like, uh, stashing him in the listener league. So all of a sudden I got a starting quarterback in the listener league. That's pretty cool. Well, well, it was hell in that league. Yeah, when we get – we might as well just note the fact that, yeah, Drew Brees is out for at least six to eight weeks, it looks like, with the – with a torn something torn in his thumb, yeah, thumb ligaments. Yep, ligaments um, in his thumb, man. You know it was bad because on the sidelines he tried to grip a football and he just couldn't. Yeah. And then when they showed his hand later, it looked swollen. Yeah. So you knew it was bad. Um, I thought a broken thumb because I'm again not a doctor, so I did not get that one correct. Though I did get the Big Ben one correct. Doctor Shane Manila. Yeah. Well, so he's out at least six to eight weeks. So yeah, but if we're paying, you know, who we're paying up for, obviously Mason Rudolph is the guy you pay for because he's a starter for the foreseeable future, the rest of this season, and probably all of next year, even if he's not good. Yeah. Whereas Teddy's got what you know at most eight weeks, um, and then Bree- Breeze is going to come back in there. And also, don't you think that guy uh, Taysom Hill is going to be mixed in no. there a lot more? No, I don't mean no. as a starter. I mean they they played him a whole bunch of times the, in week one. I'm saying they'll stick yeah, him in no, there more during the game with Teddy. Is what I'm saying. They'll do the things they've always done with Taysom Hill: bring him in near the goal line, and uh, you know, or put him back there, and then he'll run. And I, I won't be too concerned about Taysom Hill. Fun thing about Taysom Hill though is if they do start to um, play him a lot, and you're in a super flex league. And you're just, you know, it's a bye week or something. You can uh, just put him in that uh, that that super flex spot and hope that you know he gets four or five runs and maybe a catch. But yeah, I guess we can watch that usage. Maybe that will increase a little bit. Yeah, yeah that that's, dude's the epitome of gadget. Yeah, and that's why I thought that's why I mentioned it's it. Actually, his middle name, um, Taysom Gadget Hill. Gadget Hill. <laughs> right. yeah. But that's why I mentioned it that maybe they'll stick him in more often. But then there was another team where the quarterback gets sick. Then when you talk about showing the injury, how many times do they show uh, Trevor Simeon's ankle get broken right there on the screen? (laughs) A lot. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I was listening to the fantasy footballers today, and uh, they described it as uh, floppy foot. Um, They showed it like six or seven times in a row. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. They do love showing those over and over um because they know we want to see it just like when kevin (laughs) Ware um absolutely destroyed his knee in the final four when he broke his knee and it it was a displaced fracture that popped out of his uh his leg skin but yeah he um that was not good um but luke falk um he came in there and uh completed a bunch of passes that were pretty much meaningless Um, (laughs) dinking and dunking up the place Although I was impressed he hit uh, Robbie, Robbie Anderson with a 50-yarder, even though he kind of underthrew him. 
Um, but gee, I, I, the Jets are something like 22-point underdogs going in against uh, New England this week. Yeah, and Crowder had that ginormous game in week one, and then now it's just like uh, everybody that was all excited about him. Well, you know, he goes from, what, 17 targets to one one target <laughs> yes <laughs> it was it was not good i i know i had him going in a couple games me too I was, um, I was very displeased with his production or lack thereof uh monday night yeah monday night it sunday is, night it is whatever so, night it was it is so funny that there's all these quarterbacks and then we have these two quarterback guests coming on in a few minutes but the other news yeah. is cam newton no oh. <laughs> yeah cam newton so it's pretty funny because uh, the coaches in Carolina were getting all pissy with the media <laughs> when they were asking, like, why isn't Cam running? Is something wrong with his foot? No, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. So Cam Newton's going to be out for an indefinite period of time due to a foot injury. Foot injury. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking he never actually healed, although they're calling it a re-aggravation. And I could have sworn to God that I saw somewhere that they said it was when he was kneeling after the game that he injured it really i i might have been in delirium when i saw this i could have sworn on twitter i saw it was he injured it when he knelt down for the you know after game prayers yeah either way the truth of the matter is he probably never healed from when it was injured in the the preseason and they should have sat his ass for a couple games yeah well and now so what is it kyle allen is going to get the start Good old Kyle Allen. Now, if you remember week 17, I believe he lit it up. Um, and uh, Bobby Koch, to, to, because he likes me, he, he oh. tweeted out there that DJ Moore did very well under him uh, with him last year. And then Lopsided Trades uh, jumped in um, at Lopsided Trades to actually correct him on the <laughs> usage. But so I put this together. They both combined to let me know that DJ Moore had uh, six targets and had three receptions and 72 yards with Allen in week 17 last year. Mm. Uh, dude, DJ, DJ Moore is one of those players that, you know, uh, can transcend, I think, the starting quarterback. Not all players can do that, but I think I think DJ Moore is a guy that can definitely do that. Um, uh, dynamic enough to, to be there regardless of who starts. I think he's going to be fine uh, for that team going forward. Yeah, and and before we mention the last one and then bring in our guests, I do want to say one thing about Bobby Koch because he pointed out last week when we were having that argument about the trades and I said that I traded uh, him a uh, second-round pick for Sammy Watkins. He wanted me to make sure I tell everybody that there was a pick swap in the draft also. So I told him I would mention it. So the well, last... I'll tell you what, man, that makes my day. I'm, I'm <laughs> so glad you guys pointed that out. I was really worried. But, uh, then the last one we were talking about was Eli Manning got benched, correct? Thank God. God. <laughs> Our long national nightmare is over. <laughs> Eli Manning has been benched. Eli Manning is one of the, doesn't even matter. I'm not even no, going to get into it. Please don't even get into it. So, but yes, then get into Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones then. Yes. Daniel Jones, the sixth overall pick in the NFL draft, uh, a pick that everyone made fun of, including me. Um, everyone in America made fun of it. Um, and then just like with Josh Allen, um, he inexplicit, inexplicit, inexplicitly, <laughs> that's not a word. You can just, inexplicably. <laughs> he did that. He there did that. <laughs> Fell to the bottom of the first round and or the top of the second round in just about every super flex draft I was in. Yeah. Um, so I now own him in about six leagues. Uh. Uh, and I went from, 
having one starter in HQ1, you know, the original headquarters uh, fan league. Where I have Mason two, Rudolph? Two. Yes. Now I have Dude, two. it's the same. I have Jones in quite a few places, and it's like that. It's in quarterback desperate super flex leagues where, you know, I wasn't dropping, uh, dropping. I wasn't drafting high enough to get, you know, my guys that I wanted, like Haskins or whatever. So which is fine, and I just wanted to get a guy that was deemed a starting quarterback. It was good enough, but I even got him in a, a really tough um, best ball dynasty league by trading uh, with Kevin Cotillo. I traded up and got you know got a quarterback, but <clears throat> other than that, Jones is a guy that I had to hope would fall to me, and he did, And because people just were like, whatever. Um, and it's funny thinking back to when Dynasty Rich was on, and he was pissed. He was really pissed that we, we did our first-round rookie mock, and nobody had taken Daniel Jones by, like, 111 or something at the end of the first round, and he was livid. He, and I think it was Kevin drafted – Kevin Cotillo drafted a player, and it wasn't a quarterback, and it wasn't Daniel Jones, and, he, and Dynasty Rich let him have it. And I just thought that was hysterical. Yeah, you know – a lot, like I said, a, real, a lot of real NFL folks derided that pick. Fantasy football players derided that pick. I made fun of that pick. But right. what I did do, like you said, is when he fell late in the drafts to me, I didn't look a gift horse in the mouse, mouth or the mouse and said, this oh, is yeah. a uh, this is a super flex league. I'm taking the quarterback here. You know, I love A.J. Brown. And if A.J. Brown was on the board, you know what? A.J. Brown had to stay on the board past that pick. And I just tried to trade up afterwards, you know, and get him after I drafted Jones. So, yeah, in one league, though, I did. I actually had Mason Rudolph and Jones. Um, so I went from, you know, one. I had Josh Allen and Joe Flacco uh, duo every week and now i'm just flush i i don't know I'm gonna, who am i gonna start am i gonna start daniel jones do i start mason rudolph it's so many good options now hold on yeah. a second but i'm looking at hq1 and uh larry monkey has daniel jones Uh-oh. <laughs> no it says larry monkey drafted daniel jones at the 1.08 and he traded him to me oh well you oh. just said you drafted him oh okay oh, oh, i'm looking no. at the draft not oh, that oh. week no, oh, no. Oh. That league, that was part of the Corey Davis trade that everyone made fun of me for. Oh, so you everyone, traded yeah, for everyone, Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I gave up, a, a, I think, a, at least one first, if not two, oh, for Corey cool. Davis and oh. something else and Daniel Jones. Everyone made fun of me for <laughs> trading for Corey Davis and just ignored the fact that I had also <laughs> traded for Daniel Jones. But real quick, so if you want to you know, see what kind of – you don't know a lot about Daniel Jones and what he did at Duke um, – I'll make a suggestion to you. What you want to do is go to expandtheboxscore.com. Great site, a lot of data there. um, And you can check out what he did in college. Um, And guess what? You can actually use a promo code and save yourself 10% to get a a subscription to it. Uh, Use HQTradeAlert10, all capital letters, and save yourself 10%. That's right, HQTradeAlert10. So go to expandtheboxscore.com and check out what Daniel Jones did in college. Cool. And speaking of college players, if you go check out the Scouting Academy, that can help you for next year's draft. And before we bring in our guests right now, why don't we hear from the Scouting Academy? Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs 
and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. Yeah, so um, a lot of these NFL teams that lost quarterbacks this week, and I don't even think we covered them all because there's just too many, um, they should maybe invest in the scouting academy because they're going to need those 2020 picks to come through for them. Um, just as an aside, though, uh, Sipes went back and looked at the trades in HQ1, and I had that completely wrong. <laughs> Actually traded Ito Smith in a first-round draft pick for Daniel Jones. So to somebody else. To somebody completely to, to, different. To a completely different person. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the Corey Davis trade at all. But that was a hell of a trade on my part, I'll say that. Of, of 2021st and Ito Smith. Uh-huh. Yeah. For Daniel Jones? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Which side do you like now, bitches? <laughs> Daniel Jones. I think I always did, man. You didn't give much away. Well, I don't remember us talking about that one, but I like your response to that just now. Too bad people can't so, see you. The Superflex <laughs> pod guys are here, right? Oh, they are? You guys are invited to the show Whoa. tonight? Yeah, I was about to announce uh, that they're here. Um, DFF <laughs> underscore swags and at FL two drink minimum. I'm not Sorry. spelling that for you. From the Superflex pod on the show tonight, we are ready to talk quarterbacks, some strategy around how to handle Superflex leagues when all your quarterbacks have uh, died. Um, and it's a perfect yeah, week we'll go for from that. There. So what's it up, fellas? prophetic, too, getting you guys on this week because all of a sudden, like, all the quarterbacks in the league are either injured or hurt or fell down the stairs. Something happened to, like, five, four or five different guys. And, of course, we covered it before you joined. <laughs> you feel, free, feel free to talk. Uh, I mean, it, it, it started out crazy from the Andrew Luck retirement. Like, I don't know if all the injuries we've seen up to here. But, uh, first of all, thanks a ton for having us on tonight. Um <laughs> Super excited to be here. Definitely one of the shows we wanted to hop on. So thank you much. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Even though we're all arguing with each other. Sorry about that. It's just good fun. Yeah, sure. It was awesome coming in and just F-bombs everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, all right, straight to HQ. Here we go. The, yeah, the, felt, felt right at home right away. The funny thing yeah. is the, the Patreons will hear all that fight. I won't leave all that in the iTunes thing. <laughs> No, fuck that. iTunes should get that too, fuck nuts. <laughs> but you were the so, one who fucked so it all up. So you guys were talking so. a lot about Daniel Jones there, though, but how are we feeling about Mason Rudolph? Like, are, are we, we going to put them in the yeah. same light at all? Like, would you pay that same first for Mason Rudolph that you're talking, you, you what was it, Ito Smith in a first for Daniel Jones? Would you do that for Mason Rudolph today? Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah. I mean, especially in that league. I was just going to say. Yeah, I had Carson Wentz and Josh Rosen and – um that's it. And well, some other backups quarterbacks hoping that some other, someone else's quarterbacks die. And somehow it, that didn't happen. Yeah, because that's also a 16-team league, too. It's yeah, so I'll tell you what, though, in a regular super flex league, um, if I'm hurting it at QB and I need one, I'll give up a first for Daniel Jones. But yeah. we already said that. So we're talking about Mason Rudolph. And I'd also give up a first for Mason Rudolph. Yes. And that's what we were going to ask you guys, because we had already talked a little bit about it in the, the news part at the beginning of the show. So what would you guys be willing to give up for, for Mason Rudolph? I got no issue with that whatsoever. Yeah, I, I'd throw you first and feel like you're getting off the hook decently well, you know. Because I'd give you the first for Daniel Jones. And, I mean, I was thinking early on, like, what's the difference between Mason Rudolph and some of the other rookies coming in to the league this year that are sitting behind people? And, I mean, today 
I mean, who would have thought? But today, I'll take Mason Rudolph over Josh Rosen. Yeah. Too easy. Yeah. Yeah. You got a bona fide starter period. on a good team. I'm um, two, you know, two two to nothing basically because we don't I, know if is a starter and he's not on a a great team at this point. So I can't we... imagine how Shane would have talked about me on the show a few weeks ago <laughs> if I sent him Mason Rudolph or his Josh Rosen. Right. But here we are today. Well, yeah, because Rudolph's a starter it changes everything. Yeah, Shane, and Josh Rosen might be a starter within the next couple of weeks, but the difference is he's on a, a flaming dumpster pile of shit yeah. um, that got ran over by a hearse <laughs> and the body fell teams. out of the casket. One of these teams need to go get Rosen from the Dolphins because they're willing to take any picks right now too. Like For he doesn't any need player. to be there. Oh, are they? Just whatever. Like <laughs> I know we gave up what moved a second, got a fifth back. I'm sure the Dolphins and craziness would, would take a second or a third right now to move him too. Yeah, He's got no future that. on that team if they're not going to start him. Fitz named the starter for week three. That's cool, guys. Yeah, what 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 the what is exactly going on there? Like, because Fitzpatrick, unless I missed something, he hasn't played particularly well down there, right? Nope. It, nope. The whole the whole team is garbage, and we're giving up young players for picks. It makes no sense. Right. Like we're literally so in 2020. That's what are we hoping backwards. to get? A left tackle. Probably a safety. Guess what? We just had those guys. They're super young. So yeah. I, I get getting their first round pick for them, but what are we hoping that yeah, we get the exact same thing Yeah, they're not even going forward back? trying to build right. a team. They're going backwards on it. Here's the thing. So I had some uh, – I was actually looking at these trades last night because initially I, I thought that they, they didn't do well either. I didn't realize, though, that Larry Mill Larry, – Larry Mill, however Tunsil. he says it. Tunsil. Yep. Tunsil. Let's call him Tunsil because his Laramie Tunsil. There they got go. two first round draft picks for him though. One this year, were one 2020 and one 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that, that's actually pretty that's good value. Solid. And I think Tunsil is an all pro left tackle that you could be there for 12, you know, 12 yeah. years. So still, like, uh, yeah, you're hoping that you hit on just one of those and then you get an extra one. But even the real guys that don't go to Scouting Academy, right? Like, hit on less than 50% of first round picks. So, all right, coin flip that that hits again. I, some of the things just don't matter. I, it's fine value, I guess, but you then have to return and go get the exact same thing and hope he's as good. Here's the right. thing, though. So, it if you actually, but if you look at the, the draft picks they have over the next two years, I think they have something like five first round draft picks or six. And multiple Five, second three rounders. Three this year, two next year. Okay, yeah. and then yeah. they have multiple second round picks too. Mm-hmm. So, really, if you wanted to next year, you could you could draft Tua because you're going to be 0 and 16. You could also draft Jerry Judy, um, and you could draft whichever running back you want to in the first. And then every pick thereafter, from the second through the seventh, including your two second round draft picks, draft three. offensive linemen. We have three, three second, second round. round draft picks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So there you go. Th- draft three offensive linemen in the second round, and then offensive linemen the rest of the draft. And then in 2021, guess what? It's the defense's turn. Yeah. I got yeah. it all worked out. They should hire. It's too me. much time on the Dolphins, <laughs> by the way. I'm just throwing yeah, out really, out there. a lot of time. Sorry. No, but it's <laughs> it's a deep dive. It's all good. It's all good. But uh, the other quarterback we mentioned already, I guess, since we're just going to recap with you guys, is Teddy Bridgewater. What do you guys thinking about Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, I'll let Tuchin go first on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, less than the others because there's a shelf life coming with Breeze back and. What now? He's waiting till the surgery, but it's it's six weeks, right? Even if it's seven, eight, he comes back after the buy in ten. Uh, the shelf life is there. I don't mind it for guys like Michael Thomas and Kamara. I think they still see theirs. I hope maybe we get a little bit more of the Tavius Murray out of here. You're worried about the 
the secondary receiving option in New Orleans, right? Like without Breeze there, not starting Traquan uh, Smith, you're not starting the tight end, those kind of guys. It's just not going to happen. But I, I'm okay with Teddy as a stopgap QB, you know, QB two ish in your superflex leagues. Like that's that's fine. But I'm not paying anywhere like we did, you know, for Daniel Jones, Mason Rudolph. It's funny that you mentioned about the the secondary players and stuff because that was one of the questions we were going to ask you. How do you guys feel about some of these players like the uh, Schuster and Engram and Connors and Michael Thomas with all these quarterback changeover? How do you guys feel with the um, offensive players that have to deal with those new quarterbacks? So I man, so I mean, Michael Thomas, you're looking at the he's leading the NFL in targets, but he has zero touchdowns. I don't, I mean, even if he's targeted that heavily the rest of the season for these quote unquote six games, you know, but I'm going to say eight games, six to eight games without Breeze, I don't think they're going to be better targets than he's been getting. I'm a little bit worried for Michael Thomas for the 2019 campaign. I mean, not longevity, but I mean, I love Michael Thomas, but you you can't think that Teddy's going to be better than Breeze. I'm not saying he's better than Breeze, but an efficiency sure will go down. But I think volume might even get a tick up where it kind of counter counterbalances each other. The touchdowns will <laughs> write themselves. I'm not worried about that. So defensive. <laughs> I'm well, here I mean, to fight you. you. Get... I thought, that's what Madman told me. Everything I wasn't said, even. I, I wasn't argue. even talking to you. I, just... <laughs> I don't know. It sounded oh like God. you were calling him out. Man, <laughs> listen, me. Yeah. Like it bet it. Yeah, I don't, and, I don't and, even know what the bet is. I'll take it. I, I fight with. <laughs> I fight with my Shane all the time, so you can fight with your Shane. All, all he said was, "All he said was, you go." Huh? And I was like, right? "Okay." And he's like, "Whatever no. you're gonna say, I'm gonna fight you on." No. Um, if we go to the Steelers, right? Like, yeah. what's up with Juju? I'm, I'm not buying that. I'm, I'm fine to buy low if somebody wants to freak out. Uh, I know this is totally a dynasty show, but even in redraft, that's a guy I'm gonna go after right now. Even with the Mason Rudolph, you know, news being there. I have no issue with that whatsoever. I think once Rudolph was in the game, Juju and Vance tied for four targets apiece. You know what I mean, so they still led. The interesting one there is Washington was not the the next one in line. It was Deontay Johnson. So hmm. that's kind of the the position battle I'd like to see because we all expect Washington to take that lip with this college boy, right? Like we've seen all the pictures of them together in their uniforms, pointing at each other, <laughs> smiling. <laughs> I'd love to see that from Jay Wash, but if Deontay Johnson's going to carve out a role here, then, then we need to take a little step back. Well, Deontay Johnson's not going to carve out a role this year because uh, you know who's going to about about to go get, go on fire besides Juju there. Who? Dante Moncrief? No, no, no. Vance. Yeah, that's the reason I didn't I was say that. Joking. He's a bad man, Washington. James yeah, I Washington. just gave him his a, a nickname because you know those two. Just in case you haven't read it yet, or heard it yet, or saw it tweeted anywhere or everywhere, James Washington and Mason Rudolph uh, played to get with each other. What was it, Oklahoma or Oklahoma State? State. State. It was the not good one, um, and they <laughs> were actually era. best friends. Little known fact: they are actually brother-in-laws. No. No, that's not true. I was going to say, so what are you doing? Would it matter? They played together in college, and they made beautiful music together, I, man. I love James Washington. I had us in my wide receiver one before the draft that year, and his nickname is James Motherfucking Washington, if we're giving him one. There you so go. Shane had James Washington as his number one wide receiver, too, until we convinced him that DJ Moore was a little better. He's a guy that, you know, it really sucks. I was trying to buy him before this week's game, oh, yeah. and before I couldn't. Before the season, man. 
Well, you know, I, I saw, you know, he had six targets week one. Um, I did some quick math, realized that's almost 100 targets for the year. So I figured, hey, let me try to buy low, see if anyone's feeling it. No one was really feeling it. So I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll have another bad week and I can buy low on him. But uh, so he had another bad week. But unfortunately, you can't buy low on him now because everybody in their grandma knows he played with Mason Rudolph in college. So I'm the only one here that's maybe a little bit worried about Juju as like this high end wide receiver one that we touted him to be through the offseason. I'm I'm not particularly concerned um, because it's not like Ben was really that good. I mean, Ben is a volume quarterback. Juju um, is currently wide receiver 31. 31. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? And he, uh, and he made Cody Julio Kessler Jones look was? pretty damn good at USC too. I'm just saying. Uh, you know what Julio Jones was through two weeks last year? Well, I mean, that's a great example though because, I mean, I traded Julio to or Juju away to get Julio and I, I regretted it for a while and now I'm <laughs> I feel really good about it. Yeah. Well let's see how you feel in two years when well, Julio's sure, a wide but... receiver four and Juju's gonna be you know in his fifth straight season of being a, a wide receiver one. Yeah, I'm Juju's not sure the so math had yeah, mean, but... he was he started the season last year like he wasn't even twenty one when the NFL right. season kicked off in his rookie year. I mean the guy not only is he good but he's absolutely he's, just broken the curve like on um you know the mold on um you know dominating at a young age i mean he's just like that that kid and so i i see what you're doing i mean julio jones uh depending on the team you have but yeah you probably want to go the other direction on most teams i'd rather have julio jones too shane so look yeah i mean absolutely so let's just say um Swag's concerns come come completely to fruition, and right now, um, Juju's only got 16 targets through two games, which is only yep. 128 target pace, which is not great. 162 uh, yards? Is that right? Are you looking at it now? No, I, I didn't look at the yards. I looked at the targets since they're more predictive. Eight a game. Um, yeah, so eight a game, which is perfectly round. Mm-hmm. I think I don't. I don't really know, but let's just say that that continues for the next five weeks. Um, how are you, are you going to run out and try to buy low on him, knowing that he's going to be tied to Mason Rudolph for another year after that? I mean, I, at I least think another he's year. A, I think he's a high-end wide receiver two at a wide receiver one price. And that's what you thought with Ben or without Ben? Um, I, I think I got kind excited of, as everybody yeah. else. I'm not going to try to, like, back completely off my take but i'm saying maybe like as an industry we got a little too ahead of ourselves he was i mean i think he finished wide receiver eight last year in most formats he was playing with antonio brown it was a different team that it was rolling a lot different now you take away brown it's just not last year too but i mean yeah I, i don't know i wonder if we just got a little ahead of ourselves like still agree with everything like madman just said a minute ago young productive I mean, I think he's a very talented wide receiver. He's going to be around for a while. He's going to hold a certain amount of value. But, I mean, yeah, give me the Julios of the world, the Devontae Adams, the Mike Thomas, the Hopkins. Like, people were putting wow. him up so, with these oh, oh. guys. Like, maybe not you guys, but he was in these conversations. Well, yeah, he's my wide receiver, too, in Dynasty. Yeah. So, I'm clearly those guys. I'm those people that you're talking about. Man. Um, so wait, you just mentioned right, Michael Thomas, yeah. though. 
So you still think Michael Thomas between the two because their situations are both impacted, obviously, by the lack of their original quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. So which one do you want now between the two right now? I will take Michael Thomas. That's an incorrect statement. Wow. I would take take Michael Thomas, too. You're incorrect as well. Okay. Okay. I see why they say that. Yeah. Yeah. I see why you guys are saying that. I I think I would do the same thing, but I like both players, and I don't think that I'm – uh, living in fear because Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees got hurt. I think both of those guys are good enough. I'm playing the long game. I'm not playing. I mean, I'm playing to win like you guys do, <laughs> but I'm not just playing for next week or next year. I mean, some of these kids are going to be playing for years to come, and they're great players. They, they've demonstrated that. I, I think that you know they have standalone value. I'm not going to be scared because their quarterbacks you know, got hurt. Um, and I don't think people got ahead of themselves with Juju Smith-Schuster. But I think uh, Michael Thomas is still long is. game. Michael Thomas isn't old. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. You got to take him and, um, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster because you're playing the long game. Um, you, you don't steer clear of him. And, and what Shane was saying is obviously these players aren't going to go up in value now that their starting quarterbacks got hurt and are one, in one case out for the year and another case out for, you know, maybe till week 10. Hopefully the prices come down and are a little more temperate and we're able to get both Michael Thomas and Juju Smith-Schuster cheaper. I mean, it just stands to reason that that's going to happen. Is it going to be low enough for guys like Swags to go buy Juju? Oh, probably probably not. sure. Depends I mean, on where it goes and what, what my team is, you know. If I feel like I'm kicking it out of contention a little bit, like I'm all about like going out and buying these players if I can get a little discount on them. A little value, right, right. Well, Mike also asked about other players, too. I don't like, hate them. I don't hate them at Connors, all. Alvin Kamara, some of the running backs. What do we see happening in, um, you know, for the Saints with Alvin Kamara? You know, he caught a lot of balls there too. Connors, you know, James Conner with Roethlisberger out, he got a little banged up, and and then Ingram. The situation for him does it get worse or better with Eli Manning? And I think all those things are pretty cool to talk about too. Are we going to get value out of those guys like uh, Shane and Mike wondered? Um, to drink. <laughs> I, um, I feel like I've chatted a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, if we want to stay on the Saints, like I said before, I'm I'm. I'm completely fine with Kamara. I think his number stays similar. Uh, maybe we see a little bit more out of Latavius Murray there in the in the running game. Uh, if we want to go over to the Giants, I think it it helps Ingram. Um, just and man, I've, I have not been the biggest Daniel Jones guy. That is 100%. So uh, I do need to eat a little crow on this one. But just looking like he nice. he is moving the ball, you know, in preseason. But he was able to move the ball around very efficiently. Um, I wonder what Golden Tate coming back come week, what, 5-6 does uh-huh. to Ingram and, and where they operate the same space. But uh, maybe that ends up taking more away from Shepard, you know, running that outside line there. Uh, I'm totally – I think Ingram is a slight take up, if, the, if that's your question there on the Giants. Saquon, Saquon, that's, that's not messing with it. If, if the offense is moving a little better, then maybe you should even expect maybe a, a point or two up per game for Saquon, just offense in general being able to move the ball. Yeah, you know, just real quick, just jumping on your um, Giants point, I, I think this is the one quarterback change that we can all agree is good for every offensive weapon on the team because yep. Eli yeah. Manning is that bad, right? Yeah, yep. get much worse. I think yeah. we all can agree on that. I, mean, I would love to see Eli like just go to the Jets so he doesn't have to pack up and move. He can just go to the other New York team. I'd rather, um, and if still I play were in the, the same Jets, place. I'd rather start Luke Falk. <laughs> 
Eli Manning make Eli walk the fall of shame. So wait, (laughs) with with you guys as a Superflex show, do you guys think that Falk is going to be the starting quarterback or are they going to do something different to get somebody else in there? Well, it seems like Darnold's already back in the the office now. It doesn't mean he's coming back. We're still talking about a couple weeks here. Um, No, I I want no part of Luke Falk, even in Superflex. This is one of the few times where I'm okay starting like a secondary running back or something in that super flex yeah. spot. If if Luke Falk is your guy, <laughs> shit has gone bad and call it a wrap. Like don't like at this point, even in week two, like if that's where you're going, I, I don't know what you're looking for. Did you lose Ben and and Drew Brees? You know what I mean? Like uh, that's bad. No, don't start Luke Falk. It's funny that you mentioned that too, because that's what your guys' show is, is a super flex show. But there's a lot of people that they force a second quarterback into that that no super what, flex spot. Yeah, this, yeah no matter yeah. what. No matter what the position is, a, is, they do that. It's a rare spot. Yeah. Like I was and it and obviously it didn't work out. I great, mean, in a two quarterback league, Trevor you know, Simeon. if you take that flex spot away and we're talking two quarterbacks, and I mean even super flex, I won't lie, like last year I remember starting Taysun Hill before like people were talking about him this year just because I knew I might get four or five points in that flex on some bad weeks. So mm-hmm. shit happens. We haven't hit those bye weeks yet. Right. I mean, if you're telling me you – but, I mean, we're saying week five for Darnold. I don't know how much I want to spend on Falk unless right. I'm, I'm getting a trade partner right away. And I don't know, man, I hate to grab guys – to plan on trading and get stuck with them, but not only I, Falk though. Wait, well, I was just saying, not only Falk. If you're, t- you I know what it, the Falk. Yeah, no, uh, no, and and then Shane's face <laughs> looked that? like so surprised that I said, "Wait," but um, I wasn't talking about a two quarterback because a two quarterback that's different. But in a super flex, do you guys ever give out the advice to people that you don't always have to stick the quarterback in there as your second spot? Falk is one of the few times I've had to do that for real. Like there, there's <laughs> just I mean, not many occasions. Like, that's what I mean. But no, and it's depending so bad. on scoring, though, I think it's a great question because I mean, depending sure. on scoring, you might be in some situations where you start looking at it, and with uh, Winston crappy week and three interceptions or something like that, that really starts to hurt your teams. And when you're getting all of a sudden eight to twelve points from your quarterback, and you've got a running back on your bench like mediocre 15 point week beating your running backs and yeah you can do better sometimes i've been looking at a lot of teams like that like are we have we gotten to this point where we've speaking for myself like i'll raise my hand like we overvalue that position sometimes Mm -hmm. when i probably could get by with two quarterbacks and uh some strong flex plays you know like shoot look at what marquise brown's doing he's beating my quarterbacks yeah well, the the gross one we saw was right was uh through the first two weeks in a super flex with a tight end premium, Jeff Swaim, the tight end for Jacksonville, has outscored Mitchell Trubisky <laughs> through two yeah. games, not just one random, yeah. right? So no, if you're starting Trubisky, you're probably you probably lost. You're probably doing it wrong. Yeah. Right. So no, there are definitely some occasions. Um, it's like Swag said. I maybe we've got a little ahead of ourselves, and I find myself writing the narrative to go ahead and put the quarterback in because it feels a lot safer. Right, but f- to me, Falk is a situation where it does not feel safer. That's an easy pass. Right, but, but I mean, and that is, I mean, even you're scoring again though, because some of it's not that bad. Like you can skate by. You're not getting penalized for interceptions, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, he's not that bad. And you're like, what are you talking about? Winston sucks. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, but 20 points at the end of the night is 20 points. You don't want right. to watch Josh Allen play either. But when you see him put 30 something <laughs> up with some scoring, like right, he's a 
man, yeah. it's, it's mean to say, like, almost like Bortles S, right? Like, just put the guy in your lineup and don't watch that game. End of the game, he's got 25-plus points, and you're like, yeah, that's my quarterback. You're like, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I like watching Josh Allen play. I got to be honest with you. I yeah. like the – look, he you're can a hit – sick individual. He can hit a 70-yard <laughs> pass right. at any time, or he could run for 70 yards, or he could miss his wide receiver by 36 by, yards. That's right. fine. By that same All 70 of that. Yeah. I'll tell you where I know my definite line of demarcation is. Definitely Trevor Simeon wasn't starting anywhere. Um, I wasn't starting Gardner Minshew until I saw him, and he really wasn't that good this week except for one drive. But Joe Flacco is that line to me. When you go, oh, wait, so his upside is 20 points. That's when I'm like, that's his upside. That's his absolute, the best as it's ever going to get with that guy. Then I'm like, all right, I'm probably better served starting a wide receiver or running back here. Yeah, Obviously, depending on your roster. Yeah, I don't hate it at all. But I, I just want to come back to that Gardner call there. So on Super Flex Pod, we play duds versus studs, where we take a lower owner percentage uh, player. We generally use Yahoo uh, against a higher percentage rate player. So not th- on this week's show, but on last week's show, Swags took Gardner Minshew 3% to beat Breeze. Right now, obviously that worked out because Breeze got injured or whatever. <laughs> but I mean, I did the same thing. I took Case Keenum over Aaron Rodgers. Right, that sounds nuts. But when at the end of the day, those guys are scoring more. So yeah, yeah like I get it. Maybe we don't like to play Minshew, but at the end of the day, he's gonna outscore a couple guys that he shouldn't. You know, he's at seven ten percent on these. Where Mitch Trubisky is at sixty percent. No, I'm I'm gonna play Minshew right now all day long until Trubisky shows it to me, and I'm okay missing that first game because that is a bad. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, Mitch Trubisky looks. Just, I blame Matt Nagy, and I've said this a few different times to a few different people. You're supposed to be an offensive genius, and you can't find out a, a way. You yeah. can't find a way to cater to Trubisky's strengths. Um, and I, when I tweeted that, someone told me, well, he doesn't have any strengths. Yeah. Uh, um, no, not so much. He's, he's, he's got mobile. strengths. He's Even if he doesn't, bit, there's a lot of weapons there that do, yeah. and you can find ways to use them. So if you're right. not, and it's sad that he was issues. successful before yeah. Nagy. And Nagy's, like Shane said, is a quarterback guy, an offensive guy. You'd expect it to have improved slightly, and it's gone the opposite direction by far. You yeah, said it's... Trubisky was successful before Nagy. Hold on, I'm going to call well, you Well, I mean, you know, he showed some success. <laughs> in college. <laughs> in the one year in North Carolina that he started. Okay. Hey, he showed but he did enough to get drafted early, right? That's, mm, that's a great move. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys tell us some of your strategies? Like, each of you tell us one of your strategies in Superflex, Lee, since you guys are Superflex gurus. I want to hear something. Something uh, good for the listeners of the HU. We're, yeah. I mean, we're both definitely as... I don't want to say as as hard on quarterbacks and and startups as we can, but I, Swags will even take it a little bit farther than me. Usually ends up with easily four, if not five, starting quarterbacks a lot of times in a twelve man league, um, and and he starts taking backups before I do. But it's kind of worked out now, right? When you see all these stuff happen, quarterbacks are are never more or never cheaper than they are in that draft, right? It seems crazy, but. Man, I, I, yeah. I come to myself as I get to a startup, and once I get a few guys on my bench, just looking at some of the value there, and I'm like, you know what? I don't need another quarterback, but the three guys behind me do, so F them. I'm taking one. Especially this year. They dropped way, way late in a lot of the startups this year. 
even even playing it or doing some startups with you know the the quote unquote fantasy analyst and even other superflex people, we we seem to play a game of chicken in, in, yeah. in a couple startups of how wait who who's going to wait or who's going to jump early and get a couple and and then you right. play in some leagues like with your friends at home and in the office and and you find yourself as the earliest person out there and you thought you waited a little bit longer too. <laughs> I definitely like hitting them early, you know, early and often. If if I can get two s- solid starters, definitely on the younger side within the first three, four rounds, I got no issue with that. And then I might even leave it alone for a little while and see where I can go. Um, me and Swags have kind of talked, though, the whole kind of reason we play Dutch versus Studs maybe is you don't have to be that guy, right? You don't have to go get two, three, four in the first five rounds because I just told you Case Keenum's going to beat Aaron Rodgers this week. You know what I mean? Like, And you can but play that in that week. But too. I mean, sure, only, but we're not talking about Case for, I don't know, a couple more weeks, well, that's right? that's why you drafted 17 of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, exactly. Stock up. But, I mean, me, I mean, if I'm going into a trade, I want to be – I want to. I don't want to show all my cards and I don't want to – lay them all down for you to look through but i'm probably somebody nice. that you can actually take advantage of i'm yeah, gonna get my guy yeah, i'm coming can. after him i'm i'm well you you take it to the next limit like i know <laughs> when i'm i know when it's gone too far as well i'm not like some yeah. kid on the playground that needs an ice cream that bad but i if i'm after somebody or if i'm talking about it on a show even like full disclosure i mean it like i'm after those guys like i'm willing to probably pay more than the next guy i mean one thing i would say like that bugs the hell out of me sometimes and we all do it we because sometimes it's moving so fast like if you're trading barkley away shop him around like don't all of a sudden like have five people in your league be like oh my gosh i would have i wish i knew i could have got barkley for that because there's somebody in your league that's almost always going to pay more for like those top studs that are out there so that's one thing i would say and i don't like to trade to trade i don't want to get stuck with a guy i don't like like sometimes we'll give somebody will send me a trade that i know is a fair value and i'm like oh i kind of want it but i don't want that guy on my team i don't want to get stuck with philip Lindsay or somebody like that like sure he's going to be productive i get it but he's just not going to come on my team some trades don't need to be made yeah. Well, I don't mind spending a little bit more for get the guy I want too, like in that realm. So if I'm like, maybe I shouldn't quite pay this, but I want that guy on my team. And then you're going to have to probably pay more than you should to get him back from me. But I, I have no problem. I'm not going to play scared. I'll use all my damn picks. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to win this year and figure it out down the road because I'm not just buying old players. I'm buying guys that have lasting properties to them as well. It's an ever moving stock market. Like be aware mm-hmm. of like what's happening and not just what people are producing, but how people are valuing people. And that's your league and anywhere you're getting information from. And most of the people in your league, I'll say again, your mates and know what's going on. Be ready to sell. Like I'm came in. I, I honestly don't know if we were recording this or not, but you guys were talking about Antonio Brown and I can't think of a reason in the world to own him like we've had so many sell high windows and yet people want to still get excited like i don't know man (laughs) like this sounds so cheesy and i've been saying this but just because it's not on fox news doesn't mean like it's not happening or there's other things out there like better than antonio brown right now i mean he's almost worth more right now than he was when he was 30 years old on the steelers just because he was getting old and now we've gone (laughs) through this (laughs) off season and he's with the patriots so 
I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> you don't always have to cash out. You can okay. you can buy something always down to win. You don't have to cash out just because. It's but good you don't want to go bankrupt. Time. I mean, if it, those assets. If I win it all, hit, I'll um, walk off go bank up and on you all day long. Yep. And that's nice. how I agree with that too. We had that argument a couple of weeks ago too. So you guys are talking about trading and value for players. And we had a bunch of trades that we wanted to talk with you guys about. If you guys want to hang out and go over some of these trades. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's why we were here. Well, <laughs> that's what I thought too. And we're already like 45 minutes into it. And we haven't talked to trade yet. So they just wanted to pin us against each other again. So if you come check out the super flexible podcast, hopefully between the two of us budding heads, will point you in the right direction. You'll choose my way because it's the correct way. Listen to his way, <laughs> but pick the correct way at the end. You're welcome. I said it so much nicer than you. <laughs> I, I know, but that's what they'll get from the show too. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty it's funny. True. So we had a couple trades here, obviously, that Shane is involved with because that's usually what we do every week. So Shane, you want to talk about this first one here, even though it's a one quarterback league? One quarterback league? What? Not my fault that Don't I'm active. active. Well, I'm going to scroll down, right? So there, here's a league <laughs> okay. uh, that will be a super flex in 2021. Oh. Nice. Okay. And just while we're on that 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 topic, um, because I actually shoehorned this up up top and we ignored it. How much notice do you think is adequate to switch from a one quarterback to a two quarterback week? I love excuse me. I love the two year rule. I think yeah. that gives teams plenty of time to make trades where they aren't forced to go after a quarterback or in that first year that quarterback isn't given crazy value already. Um, I, the other thing I, I kind of wrestle with is looking at this rookie class coming up right in 2020 with the quarterbacks coming out, it, it might be okay to pull it one year from now. Like you would have already had to known that going into this season if you only did one. So I have a similar situation and we voted on it as a group to do 2020 or 2021. Cause I finally got him to switch to Superflex. Thank goodness. Sweet. Uh, we kind of talked this all out and ended up choosing 2021 just to give some of the guys that weren't as familiar with Superflex and the value a little extra time. I think 2020's class would would afford you the ability to be able to do it right away, but I love the two-year rule to to give everybody enough chance to, to move around and do what they need to do. That's two years of draft classes, too, that they can go ahead and take a quarterback, maybe not necessarily in the first in that first year, but go ahead and pull that trigger in the second when generally you're not doing that until late second or even early third in your general one quarterback league at the earliest. I mean, Mahomes in one quarterback league was going late third, fourth in his in that rookie class in multiple dynasty leagues of mine. Watson was a late second, you know what I mean, in those one quarterbacks. So give them two mm. years, make so, that league better. Let I'm going to completely piss on your sunshine here. <laughs> I'd expect nothing less, buddy. Is I – so I know I, I love this question though. I truly do. Like I was thinking about this cause we have this going on in the league as well. And I don't think you can do it. Like, I think it's ridiculous. And at first I didn't mind it because I like super flex so much, but now mm -hmm. that it's happening, it's you can truly see the shift of the people that are going for it in the one quarterback format and the people that are overpaying for something that we are not at this point. And I'm I have two quarterbacks I really like a lot, and I'm not gonna trade away any of my other assets. I'm two and zero. Oh. I'm not gonna trade away anything I have going at this point to try to get another quarterback. Uh, I think the shift is just too huge, monumental. Some people have traded draft picks away at this point. Like 
it's just set up that way. If your league is a really good group of guys and you want to keep that going, I think the fresh, the best thing to do is just refresh and start over. Like you're lucky to have league mates that you want to continue with guys, on with, yeah. but I New just league. think it's a huge change that can't quite ever be tackled. Like there's always going to be somebody like that 12 or 11 team that's slipping in and out of your league because somebody has messed it up too much. Hmm. Well, I yeah. mean, but, you you could as a dynasty owner you could you don't need it to switch formats to fuck your team. I mean we've all seen it and I'm sure, sure we've sure. all done it once or twice where you've had a perfectly fine team that could have probably made a nice run in the playoffs and you went ahead and said you know what I'm going to tinker with this son of a bitch and then the next thing you know you're right. like wait a minute this team what is Dude, oh, I went too far. Are yeah. you talking about your teams? Everybody's of course he is. It. Everybody that's played Dynasty for yeah. any amount of time has decided they're going to tinker and gone too far went, and yeah. basically created like the first six of Frankenstein's monsters um, <laughs> that didn't make it. Yeah, I'll give you that. But I, I'm I'm standing by my take. I get that it's like unpopular and I, I think it's fun to try to do these kind of things to leagues, but I think that's just a huge change. Nah, I believe we do have a guy go and take like seven backup quarterbacks, like on the waiver system. As soon as we made that switch, uh, some being like Trevor Simeon, no, and you know those kind of guys, Teddy Bridgewater, no one quarterback. You're not touching those guys that way. So I can understand your point, Swags, even though it's wrong. Go back to mine. You're welcome. I don't think it's healthy for the longevity of so, your league. Like you're going to have to put more work into that league to keep it healthy and the passion alive. Like I, if- I guarantee it. No, what about I, I, those teams that have traded away picks the last couple of years and made different things, and now you have a guy that was not tanking but knew he was rebuilding that has, you know, six 2021st. I know somebody that I'm talking to right now that's got six 2021st next year. What if I told you right now I'm scratching that next year we're just going to restart as a startup? So you didn't get any money out of the last couple of years mm, that you were rebuilding yeah. this team, and so, no, now you just got point. effed. Well, I thought so, but I, you could still have the I same thought you time meant frame, you know, like we're yeah, I thought you meant one quarterback league and then get people that want to start yeah. a super flex from that league or oh, yeah, everybody and start yeah. another league. Uh, I think he was, no, he was he was saying, saying scrap like, it. He was saying scrap yeah, no, the that's league. Terrible. I would rather do that than make the change. Honestly. Jesus Christ, Swags. No, that's <laughs> terrible advice. Everyone just yeah. ignore what Swags uh, everybody, said. Everybody, this is it's Swags. Gonna, it's going to happen anyway. Oh, my nope, God. I'm telling you, it'll happen anyway. You make that change, and your league is dead in two years. Oh oh we'll God. see, because I'm making the switch in a couple leagues, because I, I, I basically said, like, hey, guys, um, nothing personal. I just don't really enjoy one quarterback league. So, you know, yeah. unless you guys and want to I'm vote totally for Superflex, I'm out. Dynasty left, that's one quarterback. One redraft, that's one quarterback. And then whatever the charities are, you know, the ones we end up yeah. doing. But that's yeah. it. Everything else is Superflex or two quarterback straight. Also, the, the other thing that be. you said about the, the two years, when you were mentioning about the two years, you said it gives people time to not have to use those picks in 2020 for quarterbacks. They're still going to do it. If you if you guys voted that in sure. for two years, they're all going to be picking quarterbacks in that first round, you know? Sure, but it gives I mean, them time. They don't have to. You know, right, they, right. they have two solid quarterbacks. They can go ahead and take DeAndre Swift and Jerry Judy next year. And then, you know what I mean? Take one in 2021 because they have a couple. They don't, they're not 
forced to if you're giving them two years. If you right. say it's next year, then you're going to see the top four picks all be quarterbacks. It doesn't matter because those teams haven't set themselves up the right way. Yeah, and the one you were saying about the teams that have traded away all their picks to get players mm-hmm. and then they don't have any picks left, then those guys end up being in a disadvantage as well because they don't have some of the assets. It. Yeah, yeah, Correct. they don't have yeah. as many. Well, also, if you keep, if you just turn it in two years, they don't have those draft picks to try to trade to get quarterbacks, well, you know? The so. reason you give two years out, though, is because you don't, typically, most commissioners won't make uh, draft picks available sure. three years out. Right, yeah, so, yeah you exactly. Know what I mean? like, so if you told everyone in 2019, hey, you're, you know, before the rookie draft, okay, we voted on it, we're going to go, and it's going to be, you know, in three rookie drafts, so 2021. So no, you can't trade those picks because those don't exist yet. So, you know, if you're one of those guys that loves to trade his picks as soon as he gets them, like you, you're being saved from yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what if, but it makes sense. You wouldn't want to do it, it a different one year. way. Like, what if for that, the first year, 2021, we, those both quarterback spots are super flex. So I don't need to worry about as much about the bye weeks and stuff like that. I can put a running back there if I have to. And then the next year we change to straight up super flex. Oh, so you don't have to play a quarterback at all, is what you're saying? Just a little transitional period. No, that no. Go play an eliminator if you want yeah, to do that. Yeah, scratch the league. I love how Shane just all of a sudden he always just will, shoots people down if you don't like it. <laughs> no, forget it. it. No. Yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't <laughs> expect to redeem yeah. myself. <laughs> well, I mean, because you just told us to scrap the league, so I don't. Even know why I just, I just, I, I just think that it's what you got into. It's how you drafted. Like you can change some scoring, you can change some rules, but to go to superflex off of one quarterback league is it's a huge move it is a huge props to you guys if you can get it done like you have to have a really committed league and um i don't like any of the guys enough that we're dumb enough to have a one quarterback league (laughs) you're just making it so you're making it sound like oh my god like a threesome like look if you can pull it off and your relationship is still you know rock solid afterwards good for you it's just that every threesome i've been in has ended bad okay i think we're we're way off course from the trade you were going to talk about i got one more thing one one last thing if Uh, if you get your commission to change it to superflex immediately send out trade offers to those guys that have more than one quarterback on their dynasty Oh, no question. Especially the guys that got three. That day. Day one as soon as it changes because guys won't figure it out yet. Thank you, Captain Obvious. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, that's totally exactly what you have to do. You you have to get more quarterbacks. Too late. Too late. Uh, You just said Captain Obvious. Okay. All right. So, Shane, let's talk about that trade because it does involve quarterbacks. Or at least so, one quarterback, um, yeah. Yeah, let's get back to the topic at <laughs> hand so we can at least say that we've discussed trades on the <laughs> Dynasty Trades HQ. All right, so we have a oh trade. I won't tell you which side is which because um, it's none of your business. Um, on one side, and again, this is changing to a super flex in 2021. Um, so on one side, we have uh, Kyler Murray and Mark Andrews and a 2020 fourth-round pick. On the other side, we have Chase Edmonds, Nikhil Harry, and a 2021st. It, it is so obvious which is the better side, especially after this <laughs> entire show changed. we just did and all the changes you're talking about. It's very obvious. But what do you two guys think? <laughs> I, don't know I mean, I'll take the Kyler Murray side Kyler. of that. 
Yeah, Mark Andrews. I think I got to go with that. <laughs> yeah, there's no question. But but yeah. which, which if, side? If are... the first if the first is one of the first three ones and it ends up being Tua, like you you've got a lot of narrative to write to make that. I was going to say better, that's if 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 right? if yeah. Right? There's there's right. a lot of ifs there. Right. Um. In in a year and a half, if it's the other side, I'm not surprised. I'm really not. But I'm I'm easily taking Kyler. Yeah. By himself, probably here. Yeah. But uh, definitely, if you give me Mark Andrews. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, Shane, which side were you? Uh, Kyler Murray and Mark Andrews. Gave it away hey, or got, got it? Right. Wait, wait. Did we're he get it, it or got it? Oh, okay. You got it. Got it, baby. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, yeah, that's like definitely. That. Yeah, when yeah. We first started this show. The trades were always like Mike and I. Like, my God, man, what did you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why exactly. would you do that? You lost this trade. And now, now Shane's he's he's morphed. He's evolved. He's he's become better and um. Now he wins. Now mostly we agree with him, and he wins more of the trades. It's pretty cool. I well, like except for most of that statement being wildly incorrect. I knew right. he was going to say that, Jeremy. Like he was correct. so yeah, definitely so, yeah. going to say that. We, you know, someday if I ever have any time, I'll go back to all the old shows Greatest and I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll cut into all the ones where it was the way where we said. Um, but yeah, that was that one seems pretty obvious, especially with the transition. Here, you, we we do have another super flex trade. Yeah. Um, though it doesn't involve the quarterbacks. Okay. So we have what is called a tight end premium league. Super Ooh, flex. I like it. It is a real tight end premium. It is one point seven five. Um. So oh, well, I already gave this away. So DFF underscore Shane <laughs> gave up. <laughs> We don't have a show sheet, so you can put it on the sheet with his name. Yeah. Uh, okay, never mind. Um, someone. All right, let's just switch this all up. But all right, again, the, I think in, in in all the weeks we've been doing this, I'm just doing this. In all in all the weeks we've been, yeah, he's moving. Nobody can see you. This is an audio so show. It's an audio you show. You don't they know what hand it is. They can't okay, see but, your hands. But all right. in, in so all. On one time, <laughs> They he's, don't have the show sheet either. Shane. Yeah, the only, people only listening, the he's doing do. his hands back and forth like it's a magic trick, and nobody can okay. see it. <laughs> so on one side, uh, we have Noah Fant, and on the other side, we have a 2021st and Gus Edwards. It, it, it's just so silly that you, both of these trades for you, they're so obvious that they're good for your side, and it, it doesn't usually happen this way. Well, here's the thing, though, because you're old, so you don't like draft picks that are any longer than like next week. Exactly, but so, it is a so it's it was, a true it tight end premium at one seven. First, what was the other side of that? Trade Noah Fant in a Fant. tight end premium one point seven five. Twenty twenty first, yes. Mm. Yeah, I, Shane, you know, what are your other tight ends? Because I know you took the first. No, he gave uh, the first. He gave Gus Edwards in the first to get Noah Fant. Noah Fant. Is that correct, Shane? That, that is oh, correct. No, I'm lying to you. I'm lying. I'm lying. <laughs> he loves Noah Fant, man. I mean, it's like his, he Fant wishes too. he was his son. <laughs> but why did you say, is that true? What, what am I going to lie? He goes, is that true, Shane? No, it's, I made it up. Can you confirm that? Can you confirm that? I can confirm it is true that I was the Noah Fant side. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though, for everybody's first round picks until much later I, in the season. So here's the thing, though, Michael. I know you're big on trading away picks, but yes. not everyone is. I Okay, fine. So, so I mean, I mean so I'm torn you know, by the deal. I haven't answered just because yeah, I'm kind of like, huh, I, like. I like fan a lot, but if I have a serviceable tight end or two that I can play, I'm not against the first. Mm -hmm. Like, where was Fant going 
109 or higher, probably even, or, you know, 109, 110, 11, 12, and a, and a 1.75. So ha, this could easily be a much better first-round pick in a, in a draft class that's supposed to be better. So uh, yeah. I'm okay with the first side. I would personally probably choose Fant. Yeah. Um, but I would need a tight end to have to, like, I would have to have to put Fant immediately in my lineup. Like, if, if Fant is yeah. a guy I'm, like, paying matchups with, No. Right. You know I mean, but if Fant has to come in and immediately start for me, then okay. All right. Like I'll pay that. So, what other tight ends do you have, Shane? I uh, just dog shit. Like it was. <laughs> then, yeah. then sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like, he needed it. Was, it. Fant's yeah, basically a weekly starter for you. Yeah, now. he would then, need it. Then, yeah. Then that's worth paying up for, especially if you are a tight end away. You know what I mean? Like I'm this position away, and the rest of my team's solid. I'm fine giving up a first because I feel like it will be 109, 10, you know, 12 or on up. Sure. Yeah, I was doing the whole Jeff O'Shaughnessy, Jeff Swain, like you don't even know which guy's which. Is that his uh, name, Jeff O'Shaughnessy? It's James O'Shaughnessy. That's what I thought. (laughs) I don't even know the difference between them. Like I just get them confused all the time. All the time, I'm like, oh, you know, Jeff O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, that's not. That's two different people. Well, we 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 did have one more trade here on the show sheet that did involve tight ends all the way around, even though it's a one quarterback league. We did. Yeah, you. What we did? You wrote it right here, and you're one of the teams. You, uh, you traded. Oh, I won't say who you traded. Trade. It won't say. You say it. All right. Well, uh, I'll just tell it because I'm. This is a uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. So anyway, then cut it then um, if you don't want to do it. So on side A, we have Joshua Gordon and Henry Hunter, and on or Hunter Henry, however you want to say his name correctly or incorrectly. Um. So that's Joshua Gordon and Hunter Henry for. Zachua Ertz. Ertz. So fast. Mm. Mm. And this was before every Eagles wide receiver was murdered on um, Sunday Night Football. Still want Ertz. Yeah. I mean, Ertz is getting so many targets again this year. It's crazy. Well, he wasn't. Henry sucks. Well, that's hindsight bias because he wasn't up until Alshon and and, uh, the other guy weren't able to play the entire game. Alshon and Deshaun. That's his name. He's what, though, first or second in tight ends targeted? You know, he had 156, 156 catches last year. Targets? Targets. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, 156 catches would be a lot. But Yeah, I but the thing is he – for Gordon and Henry just took on a ton of risk for Zach Ertz, who's not risky at fucking all. Basically. All right. Well, like, I, mean, I mean, again, okay, he's going to taper off, not have the year he had last year. So one of the best tight ends in the league, one you, of the best offenses. You should ask a Philly fan about that chain. How okay. did that well, just real quick. So he that's, went that's five crazy. for 54 in week one okay. when that's the it, Eagles yeah. had a full complement of weapons. Just, you know, yeah. Yeah. So and and obviously he saw 16 yeah. targets when, you know, there was no one else on the field with him. Um, other than Nelson Aguilar, who also had to go off the field several times. But I get Ertz have saying. seasons that are better than Hunter Henry's career, though. <laughs> right. Well, that's true. Right. Yeah, then, yeah, they can't argue that. that are better. <laughs> I mean, are you – is that another one where you're starting Josh Gordon weekly? Like, is And how do you feel about that now that Antonio Brown's there? I mean, I, that's not a I, piece I felt confident about before. Now A.B. gets there. Like, he's got to be third on a totem pole at best now. I think he's ahead of Edelman. I think he'll be right behind AB. Um, well, it makes sense why you make the trade then. Like yeah. if if you're right in that side, I, I get yeah. you. But no, but, I mean, no we, you know, we have a week of data, so who knows sure. really? <laughs> um, 
Because I, I think oh, if Josh Gordon stays out of trouble, he could potentially be on the team longer. Then maybe. Yeah, I don't think he, he'll <laughs> yeah. never be there. Yeah. He's been suspended so many times that he can never actually be a free agent. Um, it's a very interesting role. He's just he'll never be a free agent. He's still on his rookie contract, even though he's thirty-two years old. He's played so negative crazy. three years. So none crazy. of that. None of that statement was. I was. I, I know. You yeah, just like nobody looked it up. So it was, you just make shit up all the time. Well, hey, listen, guys. Thanks for coming on the show. And before we leave, though, why don't you guys promote your show? Since we had a little bit of confusion before, even when you came on, and all the all argument right. was happening back and forth. So why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and where they can find your show? At uh, Superflex Pod, we are also at Superflex Trades. Uh, we're starting a new. And since apparently you're not getting a whole lot of trades on this show when we're here, we started our own <laughs> trade show, all super flex based. <laughs> oh my God. But uh, no, hit, hit us up uh, at those. You can also find my dude at DFF underscore swag, and I'm at FL2 Drink Minimum. Tag us, He's tag Jason the two shows. Up. Wow, you're Shane Swagger. We're just throwing out first and last names. That's cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, no like, I think. Like we want Superflex to be that next, right? That that next PPR, right? Where everything is going. And I think the community base Superflex out there is still standard. very far off Absolutely. of where quarterbacks and are being valued. And like even tonight, we talked about like you don't always have to play a quarterback there when the guy's name is Luke Falk, right? Like you can put something else in that spot, right? But but we're here to talk you through those superflex values and make sure you're making the decision for your team, not just for what is good in a vacuum. Yep, in a vacuum. Like he said. All that. <laughs> well, great. Well, <laughs> well, thank you so much. I, I was waiting for Swag to say something. I thought he was going to say something. He did. Goodbye. Yeah. Hello. No, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank. Thank you. Yeah. All right. No, that All right. was well, well, that was. Well, thank you very much. All right. Yeah. Awesome. So thanks Slaves for coming didn't on, guys. Tell me I had to say thank you till the end. Well, I didn't. <laughs> tell I, didn't get, I, I didn't get notes. <laughs> put it on the show sheet. <laughs> That you guys can't even see. So, right. all right. Well, no, thanks. I appreciate thanks, you man. guys a ton for having us on for sure, man. Yeah, check out Superflex Podcast. No, we're out of here, dude. We're out. <laughs> and check us out at Fantasy Football Breakdown and then get over to Rookie Fever. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for coming on. And uh, why don't we hear from our new sponsor, Best Fantasy Football? H-T-T-P. Oh, you fker. <laughs> I had it. I was doing it. And you it up. I'm sorry. Mute my mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. <laughs> oh, God. And why don't we hear from our sponsor, BestFantasyFootballLeague.com. Thanks. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com. Join a 12-team dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com <gasps> The best fantasy football leagues on the net. All right, so uh, what I need everyone to do is make sure you go on to the iTunes and make sure you give us a rating and review. Um we don't have enough. I got to be honest with you. It's really disappointing. It's hurtful. Um, I check them just about every day because I have OCD and the numbers aren't changing enough. So if you go ahead and hook us up with a rating and review, um, we'd really appreciate that. It helps us grow. 
and uh, it helps uh, fight off some of the troll reviews that are being left. Um, but we won't get yeah, into that. That's awful. So also, um, we have a patron account. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if y'all know that. We got a patron account that everyone should be on. You get the bonus podcast that we're about to tape right now. You get the uncensored podcast where you, you hear all the things yeah. that we said that were censored. <laughs> They're uncensored on that one. Oh my god! Uh, like I said, the bonus podcast every week, come hell or high water, we're taping those. Uh, written content. We got our group meet chat that's always bouncing off the fucking walls. We got a bunch of trade talking there. <laughs> Um, patrons get other little bonuses and surprises that I, I, I don't want to tell anyone else about, but if they're a patron, they know what I'm talking about. Um, so become a patron. We got a bunch of tiers. If you love the show, go ahead and support us that way. Yeah. And don't forget to become a dynasty football factory member. Yeah. And that's two drinks <laughs> making those comments in the background. Yeah. And check out our iTunes or uh, check out our Twitter account at dynasty trades HQ and check out the website at dynastyfootballfactory.com. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. I just don't understand say, why people have to leave the bad reviews. <laughs> say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, Shane. Oh, wait, there's two Shanes here. <laughs> I said it too. <laughs> <laughs> and two drinks in it as well. All right, bye.